0: And welcome to The Hill is Always Greener, a show where us four friends have chill discussions about Sonic the Hedgehog to distract themselves from the inevitable passage of time and their own rapidly waning ability to relate to the youth in general. Hi, uh, I am Game Buddy. I am Falero. I'm Rock the Jake. And I'm Cyberlink. And today, we are doing a follow-up to our first listening party by, well, doing another one. Um, This time, (laughs) uh, you know, again, like our original, we kind of let the cat out of the bag during our previous episode uh, because we didn't really talk about the music of Sonic 3D Blast, uh, Flicky's Island, because we wanted to save it for its own episode because it is a Sonic game with another... uh, separate pair of soundtracks for a couple of different reasons but um i'm excited about this one just like our first one how about you guys
1: i am very excited and i hate to interrupt us like this point of the podcast because i know we want to keep this short But while we are on the topic of listening parties, it is worth pointing out, just for everyone who was there last time who has probably been yelling at us for months, (laughs) we did make some minor errors in regards to the Sonic CD listening party that preceded this. And I think we should address them right off the top to get it out of the way. First and foremost... Yes, we we were mistaken. The US version of the soundtrack does in fact have the Good Future uh, Stardust Speedway track play for the Metal Sonic Battle in the original version of the US uh, Sega CD sonic cd and in the gems collection port but that was changed in the modern version which is the one we actually played we're very sorry for that i guess uh-huh. it's not the theme song of metal sonic after all <laughs> but it is in the ones that count uh secondly <laughs> yes we we missed a track i cannot believe this we went through that we painstakingly went through the entire soundtrack and we missed one and that was, in fact, there was a U.S. version of the final fight track, and you know what? It sounds almost exactly the same as the boss music and the rest of the game. So <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> on the rips that we had.
0: So if I can, if I can chime in as the you know the audio editor and the the one who put together the playlist for that episode, I did uh, uh, mistakenly skip over the you know the U.S. final boss. Uh, uh, track um mostly because i was following the track order of the uh official re-release the anniversary re-release of the soundtrack which contains both versions which completely omits the uh u.s final boss track um i also compared listened to them uh, before we recorded this just because i was maybe feeling a little petty and i'll tell (laughs) you uh i i like, could barely discern any differences. Like, I was looking at the waveforms. I'm not convinced that the differences are only in the mixing and not in any of the instrumentation. So, let me let me give you a preview of what would have happened if we hadn't skipped it. We would have started listening to it, said... Wow. This sure sounds the same as the regular boss theme and skip to the next one. So (laughs) I I understand for completion's sake. Yes, it was an error. But uh, in reality, you know, y'all didn't miss out on any content uh, because they sound (laughs) they sound the same, basically.
1: So there we go. Uh, it wasn't on the format. I'm sorry to disrupt everyone. I just thought we could <laughs> admit to our sins right off the uh, right off the start, so we can actually enjoy this chill listening party, and then get ready to go through this process again next time when we inevitably miss something on here or say something that's wrong. I
0: guess. <laughs> But no, like, in all seriousness, like, especially that first one that, oh, the good future can play. Like, that is an interesting bit of trivia. I appreciate yeah,
1: that. It's pretty um, cool. But we, we were wrong. But we're also right. That is the theme song of Metal Sonic. I don't care what yes, anyone says. The bad future uh, is uh, right.
0: History, history has vindicated us. Uh, yes. <laughs> but Sonic 3D, that's what we're on right now, and that soundtrack, and...
1: I'm looking forward to doing this because I enjoyed the last time we did one of these, even if we were wrong.
2: (laughs) But uh, this one should be real good. You may have been
3: wrong, but we were right. That's true, actually.
0: (laughs) We got 99% of it right anyway. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Now what happens? I will never forgive you for this joke.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, because
1: you were on sonic cd I thought what you're going to say in the end who's on your side who can you trust in the middle of the night <laughs> uh, but yes um
0: <laughs> toot toot but anyway this i mean th- this is kind of a different beast because sonic cd even though goodness i probably had the same amount of accessibility to the games because i i know i owned um i owned a Sega CD. I owned a cartridge of 3D Blast. Uh, now I never played the Saturn version, but I I was definitely more familiar with Sonic CD and had listened to these soundtracks in the game and outside of it much more uh by the time we did our episode on it but not so much for for Sonic 3D um just because I I guess you know like we talked on the last episode it was not a I didn't really consider it a favorite classic Sonic game for a long time and just haven't played it as much so I've heard the 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 music for for both versions uh the Saturn version outside of the game but have not uh sat down and listened to it like an album like I know I did for uh the Sonic CD soundtrack so yeah I'm I'm interested to uh, uh, approach these from from that perspective
3: whereas I have had those Saturn tracks burned into my brain since 1997. <laughs> and I am really, really worried that 25 years of bias is going to affect how I judge these soundtracks. <laughs> so I'm going to have to... I'm counting on you guys to keep me honest.
1: I would not know. 25 years of bias on our, on our Sonic Pi podcast just that's par for the course at this point no,
0: <laughs> well i'm th- that's another thing is i i really think that both of these are really good because on one hand you have you know rich, rich richard jakes doing the saturn version and doing his his style which i want to talk about and ask ask some opinions on how to classify it but it's really good i really like it i love his sonic r stuff i just love that that uh uh the style in general but then on the flip side for the mega drive version you have the you know the sega sound team which we know the individual members of now thanks to uh you know <laughs> weirdly enough like pulling data directly off of the game itself uh that tells us like who composed which track but you have the 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 sega sound team Basically like this is their swan song of a on working on on Mega Drive Sonic music and I think it shows because these tracks are much more gosh just when you compare like like in uh, rich and and lots of stuff going on and like it's no wonder that some of these just straight up like jumped to sonic adventure because of their like complexity and all and it, you know i don't want it sound like i'm saying like it sounds like real music it's like no it sounds like people who have been working with this hardware for you know a long long time and this is them just like fully unleashing their power with a lot of these tracks it is
1: curious to note that, like last time, we were making a comparison between like two pieces, two sets of Red Book audio, for the most part. And this time, we are having a comparison of, like you know, full CD tracks and also Mega Drive sound chip uh, soundtracks. So it's, it, these are going to sound quite different. But that's 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 what makes it stand out to me. That's why this is going to be yeah. such a different take, you know.
2: Yeah, it's it's going to be a different taken is going to be a very different, interesting way of having a listening party for this because of, you know, like you said, it's two different systems with two different capabilities for music. And they're both really, in my opinion, they're both really great albums. And I, I'll i admit up front, I didn't get a chance to finish listening to all the Saturn version uh, soundtrack music, but uh, I think that'll be of benefit because we'll have at least one member of the podcast who will have some very fresh first of impressions of some of these songs. So I think it's going to be I a lot of fun. I think that's
1: valid. Like, yeah. we're, we're supposed to be here to listen to it. To be honest, I haven't re-listened to them in quite a while. I'm going in fairly fresh, aside from the Mega Drive ones when I play Director's Cut. So... It's fine. Like, have your th- We want to hear your first reactions to a lot of these.
3: So uh, the Genesis version was actually primarily done by two composers, Jun Senoue, who is no stranger to sonic music, and Tatsuyuki Maeda, who's probably best known for Dragon Force on the Sega Saturn and as the co-composer of Skies of Arcadia. Oh, cool. Both of which have really good soundtracks. But uh, there's also a few tracks in there by Seiro Okamoto, who co-composed Rush Adventure, and uh, Masaru Setsumaru, who's mostly a sound effects guy, did the sound effects for the Mega Drive Sonic games, but also did some music like Sonic Jam and Samba de Amigo. So it's it's an interesting mix of uh, musical talent in there.
0: I did think it was interesting that although I'm pretty sure it's just reused from Sonic 3 and Knuckles, there's a couple of uh, jingles, but that uh, Howard Drossen is credited with the one up jingle. And, you know, like I said, like his name is in the Sonic 3 and Knuckles credits, but they, you know, I think it's you have to dig into like unofficial archives to actually find credits on that. And I was like, I did not know that I learned something today.
3: Yeah, I, I think this is going to be an interesting time. So I think that let's jump right into it with the intro sequence theme, starting off with, we're going to go, just like last time, we're going to go uh, Mega Drive and then uh, Saturn Counterpart. So let's start with the Mega Drive intro sequence composed by Jun Senuae.
0: Just such a nice little jingle.
1: Early days of June Seneway's love with slightly annoying synths. <laughs> 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 I mean I like it here. I like this one. Yeah. And, like, yeah,
0: I I totally get that, but at the same time I'm like, yeah, no, I'm 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 like singing along with that goofy ass synth. I <laughs> know, <laughs> it's it's it, it gets stuck in the head so fast and it's such a good melody. I I genuinely enjoyed this title sound. And it's yeah. you know, like we'll say up front, it is also like reappears in a lot of the other jingles, including you know, like the ending, uh uh some of the power-ups. Uh I, I like it a lot. It's a nice it, it's it's a real cop out, but I will say that it just sounds like a nice little sonic tune. Like you play this to me in a vacuum, I'm like, yeah, that's probably a Sonic song.
3: <laughs> But one of the interesting things is that uh, John Burton, founder of Traveler's Tales and head who runs the Game Hut YouTube channel, actually a few years ago found an old demo tape filled with a bunch of demo versions of by June Senaway of different songs. And one of them is this intro theme with both the shorter version heard here and a slightly extended version.
0: definitely a different key different synth definitely a midi (laughs) Mm.
3: now let's stretch that a little more
0: just i love that little percussion intro too yeah yeah
4: whoa
0: Ooh, i
2: like that it's like a harp dig that i really like that
1: that uh that really sort of yeah it expands it quite a bit it's like the first time you hear the expanded version of sonic's main theme from sonic one on the um
3: <laughs>
1: the uh um, yeah. demo soundtrack yeah like oh uh-huh. there's more melody here <laughs>
3: <laughs> although i don't i'm not sure that i could have taken 13 more seconds of Sonic awkwardly stumbling through the intro, just kind of waving his arms back.
0: <laughs> he does have that goofy run in either version.
3: Yeah, <laughs> a little bit.
1: Just, just bounding around like Mr. Blobby from Noel's house party. That's, <laughs> the, uh, that's something that two people in this call finally know about. And Jake will yep, be yep. none the wiser. <laughs> I have no idea.
3: And I, I have now cursed with this knowledge, just like all of you.
1: We'll introduce you at the after the podcast is done, Jake. I'm, okay. And I'm sorry in advance.
3: Oh boy. <laughs> but yeah, to keep it on a similar uh, train, let's jump over to the Saturn opening.
2: Immediately bopping my head to this.
3: This just gets me so hyped up every single time.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was kind of uh, uh, spitballing before we started recording about what uh, what genre would you say a lot of Richard Jake's uh, sonic music falls into? Because I want to say like... i don't know uh british house music of the 90s yes
1: yes, that's exactly what i'm thinking okay
0: because i I just throw genres around that i think are correct but it's not so much it's you know it's not like overwhelming techno um but definitely sounds like okay if i was going to a hip club you know a hip british club in the 90s and they were playing house music this is what i would picture of and it's so it's so nice he 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 seems to blend the you know those very very fast um percussions with just beautiful piano and so you get a mix of like like hyped up uh tempo but also almost like this nostalgic (laughs) i want to say like yeah like a nostalgic pain from that piano that oh it's just real nice and um, i'm i'm glad i think that permeates through a lot of a lot of these tracks
1: that track also is very much synced up to the uh opening movie yeah, we had we actually had that playing for us. Uh, the you're gonna have to search that out yourselves, I'm afraid, uh, podcast audience. But yeah, uh, there are little bits where the sync up to Sonic b- bopping the Badniks, which I quite I quite I quite like uh, synced up tracks like that. T-Lopes does that a lot with his uh, when he's doing like the uh, backing music to the Sonic animations, and mm, it's really good.
3: <laughs> yeah, when we get to the ending, it's you're gonna find it's a very similar case of very clearly synced to the animation.
0: I think that really goes to show you that, um, like, similar to Sonic CD, that this was not just thrown together because they were, oh, we're doing a Saturn version and we want uh, different music. That, like, it was much more uh, planned out and intentional uh, than that. That there is, you know, that there was never just uh, throw something together.
3: Yeah. So let's jump forward a bit to the main menu theme from the Genesis version, also by June Sinaway.
2: I love the melody here. If there's anything like that really sounds nostalgic,
0: it's definitely this (laughs) roll
1: on up, roll on up. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
4: Yeah.
0: It does sound like a carnival. It kind of reminds me of the, yeah, carnival, but also like the, uh, the competition menu from, from Sonic three, you know, those tracks that like uh, lots of people probably, you know, don't remember unless you were playing a lot of that multiplayer. But yeah, that that that's what it reminds me of for sure. Is yeah, yeah. Some, some, I definitely some de- get that vibe from it. Deep cut Sonic Three and Knuckles music.
3: All right, so let's see how it sounds on the Saturn, which didn't wasn't really a menu theme, more just like a title screen theme.
2: I don't know why, but this kind of reminds me of um, one of the theme parks in Sonic Colors, like the Asteroid Belt one. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. I can kind of hear it.
1: I definitely get that vibe.
2: I think it's I think it's that lead synth being backed up by the uh, the constant staccato piano
3: hittings. The thing I, that sticks with me the most about this one is that this is going to be a leitmotif that sticks around throughout basically every track they manage to work in this main melody somewhere I think again in the same way as Sonic City, so that really helps to give the whole soundtrack this real feeling of like cohesion
0: Oh, and I've been perfectly honest about how that activates my one music brain cell. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it also gives me that vibe of like a British TV show, like midday daytime TV show in the UK <laughs> during the 90s. Like, yeah, there's no coincidence that because, you know, Richard Jakes is a British uh, composer and uh, you can tell at times like these. <laughs>
2: which is, coincidentally it's a lyric to whatever that british soap opera is you can tell at times like these yep.
4: <laughs> 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 that really the <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> so just like last time we're going to go through all of the uh jingles and incidental tracks and everything before we really start diving into the zone so let's start with the invincibility theme another june Senoe joint <music>
0: this is interesting because it's not too dissimilar from the you know the title main theme but just changed up just slightly enough to where you're like oh yeah that's an invincibility theme yeah yeah is that using different uh you know different synths on this it sounds like
1: i mean it's definitely that wacky trumpet i think <laughs> that's what yes. it is yeah
0: uh-huh.
3: Although, if you were playing, hearing this in game, you would have cut off before you ever heard that, you know, third bar, and it worked its way back down. Oh
0: yeah, that's
2: true. I do like that the uh, it keeps like going up octaves and then eventually gets back down.
3: And th- this is actually another one that we have the original demo track for.
1: Oh man I would have this is the kind of thing I would download from vgmusic.com back in the day
3: yep <laughs> yeah,
2: 100% you know I think I actually kind of like this demo version a little bit better than the official version
0: Sped the sped it up just a little bit. I I also agree. I kind of like this original demo a little better. That
1: main that main synth is a little smoother, and nicer. I mean, I've heard it a million times when like booting up Anvil Studio, but it's...
0: <laughs> it's not as farty as the <laughs>
1: farty. <laughs> official one. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you, someone was going to say that. You know, uh, <laughs> that's a good way which, to put it. I,
0: again, I'm not saying that's bad. That's just kind of how it sounds. Yeah, a little bit. Some of them genesis sound chips are a little flatulent
2: yeah,
1: <laughs> sonic 3d blast
2: <laughs> saturn this feels like some menu music more than invincibility yeah it music. actually bit. does like you know what i could hear this in like one of the extra menus for uh, the sonic mega collection
3: it has a weirdly tropical sound to me for some reason
2: maybe the instrumentation or that i think it, i think it might be like the hook that like the melodic hook that's in there it it's kind of sounds the same as a lot of the like stereotypical this is the beach episode <laughs> kind of music
0: oh yeah uh-huh a little bit we're we're doing the shot where it swoops down from the shining sun down to the water the beach yeah <laughs>
3: Now, there's no speed-up track for the Mega Drive version because naturally it just speeds up the music like it normally. But since, you know, Saturn PC was CD-based, they had to compose a separate speed-up jingle. And here it is. Ah,
2: ah, ah, ah. It's, like, it's like the composer went to the band and said, hey, here's this music, but I forgot to write the actual uh, tempo, so twice as much.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh man, it's the nightcore version of the invincibility. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love the outro.
3: Yeah, I'm just imagining like that one gif of like the skeleton shaking its. Oh yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know what you mean. Yes, <laughs> I think that's a marionette. Yeah, yeah. just sped up to a ludicrous amount. <laughs> <laughs> I that was that was good. That definitely hey, that definitely sounded like a speed up. Yeah, definitely.
3: The next one is interesting because it's the one-up theme. Uh, but there's actually three different versions of this. The PC version is actually different from the Saturn version. Huh.
1: Interesting.
3: So here's the Mega Drive version. Classic. Very familiar. One,
1: wonder where I heard that from.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't imagine. Uh, But here's how it sounds on Saturn.
1: (laughs) I sure hope they had the rights to that.
3: (laughs) I'm sure they must have. Uh, And then here's how it sounds on PC. Oh, oh.
2: (laughs) They really had the rights to it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's just because of the file itself, but like the, the kind of bitcrush crush sound on it makes it sound like something you would play in like a late eighties, early nineties, like click adventure RPG kind of thing. Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh yeah. No, like I'm, I'm pretty sure that clip managed to work its way into a gajillion fan games back during that era. Mm,
0: yeah, <laughs> I, well, I got to say, if it, you know, like you just pointed out, Jake, the, the PC one, the, the quality we had available is not, you know, it could be clear, but I kind of like that last one the best. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know, the, the Mega Drive one, it's just the one from Sonic 3 and Knuckles, which I, depending on the day, whether I prefer the... Uh, knuckles or the three version of the one-up theme uh but yeah that that pc one is real nice that kind of orchestra yeah (laughs) orchestra sound i am a sucker
1: for any time they bring back the classic sonic theme in any capacity so yeah yeah
3: (laughs) yeah i mean you you guys know what my favorite version is Uh, yes (laughs) (laughs) you've made that clear (laughs) i i hope so so let's jump forward real quick to the act complete theme by Jun Senoue. Again, very familiar. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> it sounds like they <laughs> should have pulled it out of one of the older Sonic games. It <laughs>
3: just
1: straight up is Sonic 3.
3: But then uh, on PC and Saturn.
0: Just sounds like a nice orchestration of that classic theme.
1: Did they use this in Sonic R as well?
0: They did. I mean,
1: just straight up the same one. It's yep. the
3: same one, except sped up a little bit more.
0: Ah, it's very nice.
3: Yeah, so evidently, they thought that it was a good instrumentation,
4: too. <laughs> it is, actually. I quite like yeah. it.
3: I like that it's slowed down a little
2: bit. Like It kind of feels like it's going to be sound weird, but it kind of sounds like it's stomping in. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just making its presence known. I'm trying to remember
0: the the Sonic Adventure version, but that's what it reminds me of. Uh, the, yeah. The,
3: the Saturn version of that act clear. Moving on to the special stage, another June Senoue track for the Mega Drive. I can't help but you know see
0: those goofy mega drive special stages who <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you know like we said comparison to like the pc ones i appreciate more now but
1: <laughs> there oh man like we talked about it last episode but the silly little rickety bridge that Sonic's yeah. sort of like yeah. stumbling across while this music plays—it's—it's it's weirdly perfect. I don't know, I know if it, yeah. that, that I was intended to be as clumsy as it comes across, but I like it a lot. <laughs>
3: I feel like this is this is the kind of thing you play at like a child's birthday party <laughs> yeah. well i was gonna say that this
0: like a s- not necessarily chaos emerald special stage but reminds me of these special stages from sonic three and knuckles like the you know yeah like the little
1: mini ones like the uh, bonus stages right that's what it gets definitely the
0: uh the stakes aren't as high you know blah 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 it's silly silly music or it's like a big dopey clown has come out like,
3: hey, kids! yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why do I feel like this would fit perfectly in like Arrow the Acrobat? Yeah. <laughs> but again, this is another one we have the demo track for. Okay. Again, carnival music.
0: Yes, this even more oh, so. Yeah. Here comes the little car drifting <laughs> around the circus ring. I could just
1: imagine someone a little honky tonk piano playing a version of this because that's how <laughs> that vibe on it. It's like some Steamboat Sonic, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: Now, the interesting thing about this one is that this is specifically labeled the Tails bonus stage. Oh, Oh. yeah, that's right. Knuckles was going to have his own bonus stage theme, which I am not going to play here because we're going to save that for the end. Oh, boy, interesting. (laughs) (laughs) The cutting room floor section. Exactly. (laughs) But uh, meanwhile, on Saturn. Go!
1: I mean Golly, is there any comparison? There is really so, isn't. This is so good.
0: <laughs> also, am I crazy or is it just reminiscent that that baseline sounds like the Sonic 2 special
3: stages? A little bit, yeah, it does. I yeah, that's they're definitely I heard going it, yeah. for that.
1: They're going for it. Okay, okay. But because of this like uh, arrangement, it this gives me big Sonic Adventure 1 vibes as well.
3: Yeah, I can absolutely hear that
1: it's like Casinopolis uh, it's like they have a special stage specifically in Casinopolis I would hear this
0: I desperately want to hear this with live horns oh yeah that'd be oh, awesome man. oh yeah <laughs> yeah that that man that baseline. the bass part is just putting in all the work and I love it <laughs> yeah as much as you know the, the, the Mega Drive one I, like we said fits the goofy special stages on that but this uh, there is no comparison this just kicks ass <laughs>
1: Wait, this is hot! Yeah, that's
3: the breakdown. Uh, This is a banger. (laughs) It's so good.
1: I'm really annoyed that we're at the point where we're just like, Oh, this is so good! And we don't get to say any funny, like, commentary about it.
0: (laughs) Uh, quick, come up with another original character! (laughs) (laughs) Hello, I'm special at the stage. (laughs)
1: <laughs> i mean we have had a few anthropomorphized special stage characters in the sonic comics over the years but, yeah.
0: uh, <laughs> get the uh, the omni viewer playing a french horn
1: <laughs> and then faust from the comics that giant powered pal- oh dude. that oh, crazy
0: yeah. oh man what a weird one Song's so good, it's gotten us talking about weird comics.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This is just really good.
3: We, we need to move on before we fall any deeper down this uh, rabbit hole. <laughs> uh, of course, if you beat the special stage, you get the Chaos Emerald. And of course, there's different jingles for each one. The classic. Classic. Yes. And then...
2: Ooh. Now, this is magic. Oh, I it has like a that. build. It's two separate trucks
1: that build, that build wow. it up. Yeah.
0: The Mega Drive one is the classic. That special stage clear. Now, I like you said, I like that you, know, you have a version of the Chaos Emerald Jingle on the, the Saturn. But also, that special stage clear almost sounds like the... <laughs> <laughs> the kindly wizard is bestowing you with a new spell. <laughs> no, not in a bad way. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I absolutely get
3: what you mean.
1: <laughs> I'm just happy for any little sort of like anything that sort of like takes uh, a familiar tune from Sonic and sort of like builds upon it. Mm. Uh, that's just cool to me. I love yeah, it when they yeah. do it in Mario. I like when they do it in Sonic, but they don't do it. There's nothing Sonic, so yeah. this is cool. <laughs>
3: jumping forward a little bit uh the mega drive version actually has two boss themes that it alternates between so here's the first one by tatuyuki maida yeah i don't hmm. think i've realized that
0: oh i it's <laughs> this at least through my my recent playthrough
2: throughout like all the genesis music like I th- you know what, not even just for Sonic music, but, like, Genesis music in general, like, it does such a good job of really pushing out the bass and the percussion, because, you know, like, with the Super Nintendo, you only had, like, so much space to work with it, but I believe Genesis had a little bit more space to work with as far as music composition, so you could really, like, program individual instruments, up to a certain amount, I'm sure, but,
3: like, yeah. but, man, that, that but bass just punches. The Super NES sound chip was definitely more powerful than the Genesis, but that just meant that the composers on Genesis had to kind of be a little more creative in making the sound chip work for them. And I think that the Sonic soundtracks in general are some of the best examples of that.
0: Yeah, I think, I think it's unfortunate you had a, a brief amount of time where people were like, man, the sound on the Genesis sucked, but the, all their examples were like third-party ports that weren't developed on it originally uh, and yeah. yeah like you said you <laughs> it seems like you really had to to approach the 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 mega drive the genesis sound chips like as their own thing they didn't understand the gift of the, the mega drive sound
4: chip. <laughs> yeah.
1: they uh, just didn't get it man <laughs> but interestingly this one has that kind of more like Uh, Master System Game Gear vibe with the instrumentation. And so much so, this specifically reminds me a little bit of Underground Zone from Sonic 2 on the Master System and Game Gear. Yes.
3: Yeah, I can absolutely hear it. Definitely hear it.
1: Uh, This is a real good one. Uh, It is interesting that it gets two tracks, though. Like, two boss battle tracks. uh, Yeah. Just to fit the theme of whatever one you're going with.
3: Yeah, so let's listen to that second one, this time composed by June Senoue.
2: I like that this one has a little bit more of a threatening vibe to it. Yeah. Like, the first one still has, like, some fun stuff to it, but this one's just, like, it's serious.
3: When I think Sonic 3D boss theme for Mega Drive, this is the one that comes to mind first.
0: This one, I can hear the, the Sonic 3 instrumentation in it, for sure. Yeah. But it's it's not dissimilar from the the other one at all. It's almost yeah. like these two guys like doing their own takes
3: on the the same melody. Uh, that's that's cool. They really do complement each other in a lot of ways.
1: I like this one. This one kind of like this actually gives me more of a later game boss kind of vibe. Like some some like you know like when you get to like the oh the uh, big arm boss from uh, not quite the same but like it's definitely a bit definitely a bit more sinister a bit darker. But it loops a little quicker than the other one. The other one's uh, got a bit more going for it musically, but I like this.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Meanwhile, over in Saturn PC land... (laughs) Oh, no, the laughs Uh, are back. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Richard Jones has shown the Sonic CD soundtrack. He's like, oh, that's how you write a Robotnik song, huh? (laughs)
0: I, I immediately thought of that too. I said, yeah. Oh, what a what a pleasant coincidence! Slash, co- I mean, could be an intentional reference.
3: It's hard to say. I mean, they wouldn't have gotten that uh, version over in the UK, so it might just be coincidence.
0: Oh wow, yeah, that's true. This is. Yeah, that's true. But this
1: is really fascinating to hear. Uh, this this is definitely sinister, but not, like, as overpowering as, say, the US version of the Sonic CD boss. Yeah. But, the, you know, they go into the organ, uh, like, here. It's just... Oh, yeah, it's kind of creepy. I will say, though, when we get to the main melody, like, I think that's coming up again, so... Yeah, there it is. So, that little, uh, that little minor piano chord going on in the background... Slow this down a little bit. I think you've got the goosebumps theme.
4: <laughs> oh, <laughs> really?
1: <laughs> Maybe not exactly, but that's what it makes me think of.
0: I uh, no, I I see what you're saying. Yeah. No, it is it is perfectly it's 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 whimsical, but it's also th- like definitely threatening like this is a oh no, it's the boss. But no, I, I like it a lot I like that it still is perfectly like uh uh happy in its own special way
1: I think you're right about it being having that whimsical quality it's got that it's whimsical danger that sort of like sums up more of like Eggman uh classic Sega
0: Robotnik I think it's supposed to be a flute the really the really high uh you know do um also sounds like the you know the little jingle that plays when you're about to get chomped by the the rex robot in sonic oh, yeah, you're right, you're
4: <laughs>
0: so yeah whimsical but still threatening
1: player beware you're in for a scare <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dr. Yeah. Robotnik lurks tonight <laughs> <laughs> cover
2: your quills you might have a fright <laughs>
3: <laughs> so assuming you didn't do too well against those bosses you might hear this continue theme by June Senoue relatively often Whoa. sound familiar? yeah we know
0: that one
2: yep Why wouldn't I want to continue? It's such a happy, jolly time.
4: (laughs) No way, I don't want to.
1: This one is one of the jazziest songs uh, of oh, history. Yes. Like, I know, like if we ever do we ever cover the Sonic Three soundtrack, we'll have to get into it more. But I just love this little song.
0: Yeah, Yes. Yeah. I, I love that. I mean, I was just doing my own terrible version of it, but yeah, that that uh, bebop inversion they put out just a couple of years ago, and you're yeah. like, what a weird thing to do, but also completely fits the song. Like, yeah, absolutely, somebody <laughs> vocalizing over that beat.
3: Meanwhile, the Saturn PC version takes a very different tack with it. Are you running out of time? You got to continue, man. Just tell us where you're going to keep going or not. The Flickies are counting on you, dude.
2: <laughs> this feels like it got pulled out of the uh, special stage music because of the, the the
0: fast tempo. Yeah. Also would be very appropriate for like an arcade port. That's like, come on, dig the quarters out of your pocket. Come on, go, <laughs> yeah. go, go, go.
3: Yeah, you're right. Go bug your mom. <laughs> <laughs> and assuming you choose not to continue Again, very familiar yep. This happens a lot Oh, much more tragic <laughs> I know, yeah this one, this one, it sounds
2: like the game is actually sad that you're not playing anymore <laughs> yeah. yeah Well, guess all the Flickies
3: died Way to go <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that brings us to the end of our jingles and incidentals section. Now we're getting into the zones proper. Let's do it. And we're start. we're starting off with, uh, Green Grove Act One, which should sound very familiar.
2: I wanted to wait until we got to the uh, to the actual stage music uh, there's a like a mental note that I made when listening to all this when they were making this particular soundtrack it almost seems like they took all the instruments and they put the velocity of how hard they're hit at like 10 because <laughs> like everything like the lead and the drums and the bass and everything is just it's blasting at you it feels like as hard as it can <laughs> but it works
3: like I tell you I do not blame June Sentaway for wanting to Reuse this for Windy Valley and Sonic Adventure Because this is probably one of the best ones On the soundtrack That's right, I was trying to figure out where this one was from Yeah, Yeah. there
0: you go This is specifically the air Which is the, the last part of Windy Valley After the tornado
1: it kind of feels like it's one of the most iconic early stages next to Emerald Coast is this so it makes sense like when you open up into that section where you're like this really truly Sonic 3D section that we would have a
0: a song referencing Sonic 3D yeah that's that's kind of funny that yeah to think of like oh yeah and then I mean we'll get to it but the other stage I think people pull from Sonic Adventure is Twinkle Park and hey guess what yeah this has just got such a good melody and it it does, it almost feels singable. I want to sing something along to this little,
3: you could easily write lyrics to this and multiple people have, I'm sure.
1: Oh man, I just uh, sorry I want to hear what Demon Tomato Dave was singing to this because <laughs>
4: <laughs> now, many
1: of you know Demon Tomato Dave is like a really good like you know lyrics lyricist but like <laughs> his his lyrics for the sonic the for the green hill zone theme were my name is albatross mike or something like
4: that <laughs> it's
1: diddly do diddly diddly do let's take a poo
4: <laughs> we will
1: go to Green Grove and we'll do the
3: poos <laughs> yeah you're almost certainly right
2: Gosh, it's such a joyful tune though I, I'm so into yeah. it
1: uh, June Senaway was given the task uh, make a Green Hills esque kind of song it's like yep I mean, but it's its own thing. I like it a lot.
3: Yeah. And uh, that continues forward into Act 2.
2: Oh, I love that beginning.
1: This is very much the Sonic 3 style enhance the first act music. Yeah. Which, yes. Which I always
3: enjoy. Like, it doesn't change things as much as some of the Sonic 3 acts do, but it's still, you know, there's just enough there that's it works.
1: This is like the first level, so it's like the standard green hills tropical landscape for a Sonic level. Yeah. But I like it, yeah, it kinda it kinda gives you that vibe. I can't say how, but it does. It has that Sonicy feel to it. <laughs> That's how best I can describe it.
0: I do have to wonder to myself why this version of the track is eight minutes long. Does it really
3: Does it really go that long? I believe this one has like a little bit of a breakdown.
0: Oh, after. okay. I was just curious. <laughs> we
3: probably won't make it that long.
0: <laughs> I often
1: have a breakdown after too long
3: in this level. <laughs> yeah. It, it can't be helped. There's a lot of flickies.
2: I like that there's like a melody and then kind of a sub-melody happening right behind it.
4: I
3: think this is the spot.
1: This is the kind of thing, like, Jun Senue's Sonic 4 soundtrack is, I wouldn't say maligned, but it has its issues. Um, And uh, one of the issues is that they would loop too soon, and this track has just got its whole extra section here. Like, I don't know what it is. It's, this is real good.
3: I mean, I'm never going to say no to a uh, fun little uh, extra section like that. It's like a spot for a dance break. <laughs> Something like that.
4: <laughs>
3: uh, this is another one where we have the original demo back when the stage was apparently going to be called Green Alley.
1: Well, that does, that's not alliterative.
3: No, not particularly.
2: <laughs> it's a lot more—not a lot more, but it's—it's it's a bit more restrained, and it's the piano's got that kind of like warbly effect to it that I quite
0: enjoy. <laughs>
3: It's also very different from uh, like the adventure version we'd hear just a few years later.
0: I was about to say the adventure version is very bombastic like even compared to the the Mega Drive version and this is very just like
3: oh you know it's 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 there. And and to be fair, it's a it's a demo version. You expect mm-hmm, that. Yeah. Still it is interesting how different it sounds from the other version that has become like super well known. So, meanwhile, over in Saturn PC side of town.
1: Oh, hello. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> Once again, the Palm Tree. It's like going for Sonic CD stuff because this has got yeah, that yeah. Palm Tree Panic. <laughs> yes. Universal salsa. You know? <laughs> platonic salsa experience. Platonic salsa. This kind of level.
0: And it is another interesting thing that, unlike Sonic CD. Like the Saturn uh, and the PC, to a lesser extent, levels of this game look different. So I feel like the sound, the you know, the the alternate soundtrack, the Richard Jake's tracks, also like you know if I can make a broad statement like fit the the visual changes a little bit better yeah because when I'm thinking of the Saturn version of Green Grove that has a little bit of fog the textures on the ground are different so it's not so much a one-to-one you know Green Hill Emerald Hill checkered pattern all the animals hanging out yeah and I'm like okay yeah this is almost you know it's ultimately the same level same layout uh, same name etc but you know fitting the the differences a little bit better
1: Expand the look and expand the sound, the atmosphere of the soundtrack,
0: too. Mm hmm. It's got its own pleasant little melody, like carrying it forward.
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: Again, this goes back to what I was talking about with the lay motifs.
1: That's true, but it could also be another, like, 90s TV show over here. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
3: I feel like we're going to get that a lot. I feel like the next one is actually even way more 90s TV opening-ish. <laughs> okay, let's see. Let's check out Act 2. Oh, my God, yep. you're right, yeah. Wait <laughs> for it.
1: There it is. I mean, yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What
1: are you I'm imagining, like, a cast, like, an opening credits crawl and, like, the cast members popping up of whatever this...
0: Yep, yep, um, I was just thinking that. ...daytime soap opera show is. Smile, look at the camera, <laughs> title card.
1: <laughs> I could actually also imagine it, like, come from, like, one of the Australian soaps we had over here, like a Home and the Whale uh. Neighbours. Like, <laughs> that, again, like, sorry, this is just the British effect, but, I mean, when you've got, like, Richard Jakes here...
3: Yeah, no, I... See, I'm thinking like you know something on Game Show Network would have this theme. But yeah. Maybe, although the the intro of this track made me think of Full
0: House a little bit. Yes, yeah. yes, that very particular sound. Which again, I you know you you might think we mean that like making fun of it. Like no, we mean that affectionately. Yes, yes. yes.
1: <laughs> it's nostalgic for us. Yes,
0: there's a reason that people remember songs from that era because they were very well done and designed to be catchy. Yeah. You know what else this reminds me of? It reminds me of beach levels from Kirby
2: games. Like I can I, I can see myself like playing Kirby Return to Dreamland and just, you know, swimming with his little life preserver on in the water. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Come aboard with me, my friend, again. We'll go to
3: the green groves of home. <laughs> so out of Act 1 and into Act 2 with Rusty Ruin Zone Act 1 by Tatsuyuki Maida
2: man i gotta say up front like both the genesis slash Drive version and the saturn version rusty ruin zone just it slaps i freaking love the music for yeah. both versions <laughs> I, I, this is definitely yeah. my preferred one but like ah uh, it's so
3: good see this, this sounds to me like a little bit like uh collision chaos
1: I feel like we'd played a lot of levels like these in old, like old ancient ruins in like various Mega Drive games that would have this <laughs> sort of vibe to it with that instrumentation. Actually, a little bit altered beasty. <laughs> yeah,
3: I can, I can kind of hear that. I, I feel like altered beast is a little bit uh, more of the Genesis twang to it, but probably yeah.
1: This is the soundtrack of Sonic doing a little pirouette, <laughs> spinning <laughs> yeah. into the rims.
3: Yep, that's true. That specific bit reminds me a lot of the soundtrack of this NES game that nobody had ever played until it got added to Switch Online called Fire and Ice: salmon's Key Two. It's like I'm the only one who remembered that game until they re-released it. But <laughs> something about that, like that little. Uh, I don't even know what to call it. that little flourish right there. Just reminds me so much of that game's soundtrack.
1: That's fair. That's like the first connection, first Sonic connection to Fire and Ice.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I really, I love the melody hook for this. I think my favorite part of the song honestly is the connection between the bass and the and the percussion. Cause like the percussion's just got that really good backbeat to it. And then the bass line is just doing the same thing most of the time throughout the song, but it's just such a strong bass line. It just and like I said earlier, like with the Genesis soundtrack, everything feels like it like the velocity of the strikes and everything is up to like 10. So it just it it's impactful, but it's so groovy too. I love
3: it.
1: Yeah, and that back that backing instrument is very much Marble Garden y now I've listened to it. So again, the the ruins connection.
3: I can definitely hear that.
0: I like similarly it sounds like because the like you said, the leading percussion, that bass is so solid and consistent that it feels like it gives the like the little flourishes we're hearing right now, like even more license to just be like crazy and out there. Uh, And I I love that contrast. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I feel like when you, for a lot of music, not all, but I think for a lot of music in general, when you have the the drums and the bass with just two really solid parts that they're playing, especially if they're doing what they were doing a little bit earlier, where the bass and and the kick drum are hitting at the exact same time, it lets the leads and stuff have a little bit more room to fill the space because you've already got a really
3: solid foundation. Yeah. Well, let's see if that foundation carries into act two. It does. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Changing it up just enough.
0: Yeah, some man, some real nice little intros to these. Yeah, oh, man. I love I love that the the leads in this song. <laughs> I, I'm just gushing. <laughs>
3: yeah. I love I, I like how this one really kind of puts the uh baseline a bit more kind of front and center.
2: Yeah. The leads aren't as prevalent in this one, so it's, the bass is like holding everything up and the, uh, the drum is backing it up. And yet at the same time, the bass isn't playing the entire time. Like it's, it's even got space to breathe. So it, it's those like intentional moments of like either one instrument or silence or ambience. It just works so well.
1: I feel like this sort of like breaking down the track a little bit for act two would happen a fair bit in Sonic 3. Like, the, the, like in, like, Marble Garden Act 2, for example. So this sort of thing sort of matches that feel.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Just kind of a nice, almost calmer uh, take on the original track.
2: Yeah. I really want to hear somebody play, like, the bass part of this on a real bass guitar and doing, like, slap oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, man, just hearing this with some slap bass would be freaking amazing. <laughs> kind of sneaky. <laughs> a little bit.
1: <laughs> it's kind of like you're infiltrating the ruins to uh, find some ancient relic or something.
3: Yeah, I could definitely hear this in, like, a stealth game of some kind.
1: In- instead, though, it's just a game where you're picking up birds and... Oh, wait, no. that's is- Sorry, the- for any British people listening there, don't just ignore what <laughs> I said there. Um, <laughs> that it's um, uh, picking up thickies, yes. That's it. Oh.
2: <laughs> I got it. I feel like Captain America.
3: I understood that reference. Anyway, let, let's let's quickly bail Chris out by jumping <laughs> over to uh, Saturn Land. Please stay. Now, this is one of the tracks that always stuck with me. Like something about the overall vibe of this stage. Just, oh, it's so good. This, this one on the
0: Saturn, if I'm remembering correctly, has some really heavy fog and rain, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and I feel like this track is also like, there. there's a reverence for these ruins that, <laughs> you know, Sonic is pirouetting through. But, <laughs> yeah. but it, yeah, it feels kind of otherworldly. Now this does feel like something that, my
1: mum would pick up on like an uh, one of those, those like ethnic CD, ethnic like atmosphere <laughs> yeah. CDs, like, yes, uh, yeah, like uh, a like uh, music of the the native lands or something like that. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: We would like we even we would get commercials in the '90s for like Celtic Woman, oh, and it yeah. was lots of like <laughs> you know vocalists w- uh, just vocalizing with no lyrics, and uh, you know I know I know exactly what you mean. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but what wouldn't stand out here and would fill right in place is some like deep-voiced person like speaking over it, like "You are one with the cosmos." <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Last night, my wife and I made a late-night Krispy Kreme run, and we were listening to the Saturn versions of some of these songs, and this came up. Uh, like, I say that to say that this music is perfect for if you're driving somewhere, and it's, like, nighttime, like, 10 p.m. or later, and you've got the windows down. It's This is perfect, like, nighttime <laughs> driving music.
3: <laughs> oh, I could totally see that.
2: Streetlights passing by and all that. It's Dude, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. It's re- also really good
1: for a ruined stage. I think. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> yes. Ultimately, so. I love that little bit of chanting in the background. The ch- I'm pretty sure. I- I'm pretty sure. I also heard that sample in Spyro 2, But I'm just saying. I was about to say, is it
0: even? Is it a? It, it, it's not. A, not a human voice. It's some kind of synth-y, uh reproduction, isn't it?
3: Yeah. Eh? I'm. I'm sure it's a. I'm sure it's a sample from some like sound effect sample cd
0: yeah yeah i guess it could be heavily processed it could be a real person
3: (laughs) it might just be pitched
1: down to give it that sort of strange ethereal vibe
0: yeah Mm -hmm. well it kind of sounds like um (laughs)
2: like the keyboard at my church where it has a setting for choir as the instrument and just sounds like oh oh, oh."
4: yeah (laughs) I
2: love that little it's not a full on shuffle, but it's kind of a shuffle on the on the drums where it's there's like a little bit of there's constant like hi hat. There's a little bit of like a lot of moving snare drum and then that bass that kick is just like doing just like the right hits for the the downbeats and everything. It's uh, I love
3: the beat. <laughs> Phil Collins really giving his all on this track. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah,
0: Like a perfect follow-up to that act one, but also, like, uh, it, its own thing.
3: See, I, I only make partially make that joke. This really does sound like it should be a Phil Collins track. It does, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, which is ironic because this wasn't on the Genesis.
2: Ah. we were joking last night that this track sounds like if you made a youtube channel for like sonic chill beats to listen and study to
4: yeah yeah
2: a
0: little amy rose with her headphones
2: on. oh i want that now that's
0: cute or cream with headphones on
3: i don't know how the headphones would fit over all of her ears
1: Is very 90s like not, not like we've, we've we'd usually talk about a lot of 90s style songs and usually that's referring to those kind of like cheesy hip-hoppy tracks but no this was i feel like there's something about this that was reminiscent of the time yeah a lot of music was doing this kind of stuff but that's not to say it sounds generic no it sounds great
0: No, I love how hard that uh, bass sounds. It almost sounds like a frog. It's being plucked so hard. <laughs> like a frog. Yeah. <laughs> or the or the sample itself.
3: Let's go a complete tonal shift to uh Spring Stadium. This batch is by uh, June Senue. And it's gonna be it's gonna be a hard pivot, let's say that. <laughs> It it was a hard pivot on the Saturn version, too.
2: Hey, June,
1: can you give us a casino night, but not really? A (laughs) legally distinct (laughs) casino night?
3: Yeah, you're not even wrong. I'm pretty sure that this zone was just called casino night in the early stages, so... Oh, well, (laughs) fair enough.
2: (laughs) June, we need a gambler's evening. Can you do that? (laughs) (laughs) I mean it's good, but
1: it's it's a very derivative of casino Night.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's I mean I'm I'm trying to think of, of something uh, unique to say about it other than no, it's a it's a sonic casino stage, but it's it's very pleasant.
1: I mean like really all you have to do is do this kind of like dirty jazz kind of vibe and it's gonna yeah. sound like a sonic casino stage. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's like dirty
2: jazz with a little bit of carnival music in there. <laughs>
1: Yeah, a little bit. And that kind of fits the stage, because the stage is very much uh, a casino-style level, but it's got that Carnival Night vibe to it, too.
3: I'm honestly surprised that we never really see this one come back in any capacity, unlike some of the other songs in this soundtrack.
2: Yeah, the melody of the song is something that you could put in, like, really almost any Sonic game. It could be, like, a staple of the franchise, honestly.
3: (laughs) I feel like it was probably an inspiration for the music... for the, uh casino music in Sonic 4 more than anything else.
1: Yeah, but I like this better.
4: (laughs) Yeah, same.
3: (laughs) And as it happens, we also happen to have the Casino Nights demo track for this song. Now, this really sounds like the Sonic 4 track. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. A
1: little bit. Yeah, actually, a little bit. Just needs those Sonic 1 drums.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah, this just, it it just kind of sounds like a stripped down version of the regular music which you know, it's a demo track, so.
1: I do feel like it's it's a bit like one of those, uh, when you get like a Casio keyboard, it's a little bit like one of those demos that would play. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> Maybe the keys light up so you can play along.
2: Yeah. yeah. You, you get one for Christmas, and then like the next day you run into the living room, and you're like, Mom, Dad, I made a song, and you just play the demo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
3: Let's see if that energy carries forward into act two.
2: Kind of sounds like the music got drunk. <laughs> <A
4: little
2: bit.
3: laughs> it, it sounds even more special stagey, in my opinion. It
2: does, yeah. I, I would say it's a, yeah, it's a baseline that's like being played higher. It kind of reminds me of um, Hilltop Zone. I just love me a good
1: old Genesis Sonic uh, baseline. Yeah. You know, they just sound very good. But <laughs> like it really, do- like we were saying, it real—you really need to know how to work with this sound chip, and you can create magic, which most people could not and would not.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Like, I think I like Act 1 a little bit better, but, you know, this one holds up.
1: It They It's a bit later in the night. They're getting a bit tired. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a bit drunk, like Jake was suggesting. <laughs> a few drinks in. You gotta keep playing for the guests, see? I don't care that it's 1130. I mean, they're probably
1: sick to death of having to wander around the stage and get bounced on things and get electrocuted just to get to their instruments.
0: Don't stand on those spikes too long. They'll pop right out.
1: I thought this was a casino. I can't even gamble here. Where's the machines? No, no, it's a spring stadium. What the heck is that when it's at home? (laughs) That's where you're working now, kid. You want to make it in a business, you got to do the spring stadium.
4: (laughs) Then
2: you move on to the casino now. You know what I'm saying? and then finally we'll release you
3: capiche i don't know what we did i'm liking i'm liking this clown mafia we've established <laughs> 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 no, it's just a,
1: then he goes back to his instruments and just has a sad honk of his nose
3: <laughs> <laughs> the genesis version is more casino-y but i think that the saturn version is way more like carnival-y Actually, this act is still pretty casino-y, but it definitely...
0: Yeah, I was going to say, that bombastic piano is very much like a just a floor, a, you know, musician on the floor. Oh, yeah. But then, again, with the, the things added to the Saturn version, the big Eggman balloons, the giant uh, shining marquees, it's just a, a perfect complement to all that. So, yeah, this is definitely that. Definitely a bit more smooth jazz.
3: <laughs> yeah, I could definitely see this being played in a classy jazz club or something.
2: I I can see the stage where you have, like, the the whole horn and brass section behind their, like, little stands that have the music. And you got, like, the piano on one side, the drummer on another. And you have some slick back hair dude in the middle just going, like, hey there, welcome to the Holiday Inn.
1: The, you know, it is a shame that this that, that this is the good music. This is the this is the jazz band that's still going and still going strong. They're like, yeah, you should play like those guys over there. They know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, but they're on the section that the headshot can't even get up to. He's there on that confusing part of the stage that looks like it's a part of the stage. They're not getting electrocuted. <laughs> well, you know how they got up there? They worked their keisters off. <laughs> so get back down there, honk your nose, and play your music. Oh, Maybe knows. you can get as good as... Get a good, get as good as this guy over here. What even is that guy? He don't even got a name. That's how legendary he is. He got there
3: by talent alone.
1: <laughs> talent alone, not even the name. He
2: he made a name for himself, and he ain't even got a name. <laughs> we raised him in a test tube, put a trumpet in his hand the first day. Legend. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Kind of think of it—the ethical consigns of this <laughs> staggering—but <laughs> it makes some hell of good music. I can tell you, kid. But you got—you got to work from scratch. Work from scratch in the spring stadium, and one day you can be like the Sega Saturn guys over there.
0: <laughs> also, this is really good jazz.
4: <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it really is. That that appreciating this little breakdown right at the end. Oh man! Yeah. Oh, this piano solo.
1: I mean, like, what can we say other than it's good?
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, enjoy, enjoy it for the moment, friends, oh, because this next track is where Richard Jakes lost his mind.
4: Oh, sh- <laughs>
3: <laughs> Welcome to the Looney Tunes cartoon. Yeah, basically. Wow, that really oh, the is. The merry-go-round
1: broke down. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, it's 9 o'clock, it's time to send in the clowns! Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez, not this again. Alright, hey kids! Remember what I said <laughs> about
3: Spring Stadium being a little more carnival on the Sega Saturn? This is why.
0: Yeah. yeah, this is definitely also, I see the video of the guy playing, I don't even know what you call it, but that piano that also has like an entire orchestra built into it, and you're yeah. pressing buttons and pulling levers. Yeah! <laughs> Oh, again—not unpleasant, but absolutely hitting that theme. <laughs> not unpleasant, just unhinged. Yeah, this is
1: a this is a rareware ass stage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but wait, we've not even got to the real good part. There we go. <laughs> Slide whistles and everything. Fred Flintstone in the background.
3: <laughs> yeah, a little bit of Hanna-Barbera. Why not? Yeah, I, I think Richard went a little bit too ham on the sound effects, personally.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's, it's very different from that first bit. Again, you know what I'm saying. Not inappropriate, but... <laughs> oh, I, I wonder which one came first, honestly. I would be interested to know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know,
1: but uh, (laughs) I like to imagine this is all happening in the same area as the the smooth jazz. They've got to put down their instruments as the the clown cars come in. (laughs) Like immediately as the stage starts, imagine like a little clown car and like hundreds of clowns like popping out of it.
3: They're they're doing their best to keep playing while all of these cartoon antics are happening in front of them.
1: Oh, here we go again.
0: Okay, now now we're getting a little... Rich, mate. The extra Rich. sound effects in the background are getting a little ridiculous. <laughs> We've all downloaded the, those cartoon sound effects, but you don't have to use all of them.
3: <laughs> so I think we need a breather after that last song. Let's yeah. take things down a notch and chill out a bit with a zone that we have talked a lot about over the last couple of episodes. Oh, that's true. Diamond Dust, starting with Act 1 and 2 on Genesis by Tatsuki Maida gosh that, that
0: the melody hook is just it's an earworm right from the start these next four tracks might just be my favorites I gotta say
1: <laughs> now you see uh, yeah these next four tracks are ones I'm quite familiar with because for some silly reason I decided to make myself a winter soundtrack for during the winter <laughs> for like video game music you too there's, there's,
0: yeah oh really <laughs> It just gets me in the spirit for Christmas. I've done that, which I'll say up front because it's, again, connected to all of us. Our our mutual friend, uh, Jez, I think, is the person that turned me on to making a holiday playlist with lots of winter video game music. So I know I I also have sitting on my computer like from 2014 on like different <laughs> ones where i just you know search in my uh let's see winter snow th- uh you know etc yeah. diamond dust <laughs>
3: Yeah, like, I think this is one of the standouts of the Mega Drive soundtrack, honestly, which is probably why they keep bringing it back and different stuff.
0: Yeah, it is hard to, again, for my limited musical vocabulary, but this does sound like a wintry song.
3: (laughs) If you haven't heard it before, you need to hear the remix of this from Mario and Sonic at the Sochi Olympics. It's real good. Oh, yes. And of course, that energy carries over into act two.
0: Just a little different.
3: Just a smidge. I can't pin
0: down why it's wintry. Uh. <laughs> like but am I limited. wrong? No, you're <laughs> am right <I'm-> though. <laughs>
1: you're absolutely right. Like that's the vibe you get from it. I don't miss like the twinkly nature of the backing uh, melody. Like it, it's not like stereotypically ice level kind of music. Yeah. But it definitely gives you that sort of like. That weirdly warm feeling of being in a cold stage.
3: (laughs) It's definitely going to get more stereotypically wintery as we move on, but, like, something about this track just has that vibe to it. I think it is that instrumentation there.
0: Almost evokes the feeling of walking, like, a boardwalk that's been decorated for a, like, a winter festival.
3: Let's jump over to the Saturn where things get way more wintry. Oh, Christmas.
1: Literally chestnuts roasting on open fire there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I I <laughs> I kind of wish sleigh bells were more used and more accepted in genres that don't have the word Christmas on them. But but I love sleigh bells regardless. And they just... I feel like the sleigh bells put a nice little bow on the rest of the instrumentation in this song.
1: You can just add sleigh bells to most music and you'll be like, oh, it's the Christmas episode. Yep.
2: That's what they did with the uh, Adventures of Sonic one.
3: Like, I really like this one. I Like, the... The Genesis one is great, but I feel like this one is a much more kind of. It's a slow. It's kind of a slower take, but also I feel like it fits more with just the magic of the winter time or whatever. Yeah, like you could totally imagine this playing over like some sort of holiday special, watching like. The kids outside building a snowman, cup of cocoa in hand, or whatever have you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, if, if the Mega Drive version was was walking on a, a winter-decorated uh, uh, boardwalk, this is like, oh, it's time to walk back home and sit by the fire, and oh, there's carolers walking by, and it's uh, it it, it I mean it does just put a smile on my face yeah. i i think we said about uh um the last batch uh it's you had some like <laughs> rare uh nintendo sixty four sounding vibes this one too but ag- again for very very positive reasons
2: yeah
0: in that in that same vein it kind of sounds
2: like a grant Kirkhope kind of thing yes yes mm-hmm
1: but you could hear this in the background of any sort of Christmas special, you know? Yes. This is like, this, it, yeah, Like I could also imagine like someone walking home from a store like getting their presents in the middle of a... Oh, oh, oh God, I could hear this in Yakuza, actually, because <laughs> all the Yakuza games happen during Christmas. <laughs>
2: yes. <laughs> oh, look, kids. Grandma did get hit by another reindeer. <laughs> <laughs>
4: no.
1: I guess, like, again, uh, the enhanced look of the stage in the Saturn and PC version, uh also is reflected here in the music too.
3: That goes a long way to kind of create synergy between the visuals and the uh music. It's interesting that a lot of the music so
2: far, I would say all of it has had um as far as like percussion, it's had the standard kind of like drum set like sound and feel that you would think of. But this one, the only real percussion is the sleigh bells and then the occasional like cymbal rise roll thing and it's it's a nice change up to you know just to really change up the percussion especially that it's not just like something hitting on like the ones and the threes out of a four count measure it's it feels more orchestral
3: meanwhile when you jump forward to act 2 it, they bring it down even more and you can really tell like this is same vibe but like after midnight let's say
2: Oh yeah, this is like Christmas in Tokyo or New York City
0: okay I'm gonna say this it's gonna sound like I'm joking and making fun but I mean it sincerely whereas this reminds me of the entire some of the other tracks on the Rick Astley album that Never Gonna Give You Up comes from <laughs> <laughs> I've listened to that whole album because it's really good and there, there some of the, the ballads on that remind me of this again I uh, that and um, oh gosh again another thing I'm completely sincere about is some of the uh, closing themes for Inuyasha remind me of this. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> now that's a pull. Very, the, the very heavy sit. Hey man, I. Every night on Adult Swim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's very good. Again, it kind of sounds like a ballad. Like I could hear, again, uh, the sa- maybe the same vocalist that sings on the credits scene for the Saturn version. I could hear her singing over this song.
1: I love this part too.
0: Yeah, I could hear,
2: like, a cheesy Christmas ballad on here, just like, like, you're the best Christmas present ever.
4: (laughs)
1: Uh (laughs) Christmas, it's Christmas time, it's Christmas. (laughs) Buy some stuff for your friends (laughs) and your family, I guess you're obligated to do that at Christmas. Don't be a social (laughs)
2: pariah. (laughs)
1: You have to be a consumer and buyer.
4: <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> we got it.
2: Uh. Uh, <laughs> and now I would like to introduce uh, Falero and I's new band that we're starting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we do specifically Christmas music. That's <laughs> That's our thing. That's our thing.
3: Like, I don't know. I think the Genesis version is great, but I just love the whole vibe of the Saturn version.
1: They do not hold back on making it Christmasy and wintery oh, yeah, at no. all.
2: And no. I like that. Yeah, I love I love the melody in the Genesis version, but just the entire song structure and feel for the Saturn version, is it's where it's at for me.
3: But what if we go from the cold to the hot? From Colorado
2: to Arizona.
3: <laughs> Jump into Volcano Valley Zone, starting with the Mega Drive versions by Tatsuki Maeda.
0: Again, can't really put my finger on it, but it s- sounds like the level... For a fire level, it sounds yeah. like the music for a fire level. This sounds like
3: something oh. out of Ristar for some reason.
2: Yeah, it does. I like that for the for the percussion. There's more emphasis on going down the toms than staying on the snare drum the whole time. Because you have you do have the snare drum hits, but like the main thing is like going down like do 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 do.
1: And a little pitch bend on that droning effect in the background sort of like makes you feel like, oh, it's heating up.
4: Yeah. You can see
1: like the the heat waves in the air. (laughs) You can see like the little uh, thermometer like building up and exploding. It's, it, it's interesting that they've gone this volcano vibe without going, like, stereotypically Middle Eastern with it, Yeah. but it still feels yeah. like one of those levels.
0: It, it, does, it, it does evoke some, some kind of memories of Marble Garden and Lava Reef.
3: But if we jump forward to Act 2... Now this sounds like an Altered Beast track. Yeah, I
4: was
3: gonna say. <laughs> yeah, something about this, like, even with all of the like other instruments they stripped out, it's still got like a really distinct feel to it. I really
2: appreciate it because as far as like the aesthetic value of the levels themselves in Sonic 3D Blast, they can, a lot of the times they can look a little bit busy, like really busy, especially like Spring Yard, but um, it, it feels like when you strip back the music just a little bit, you can focus a little bit better, and, I, and now I'm thinking about it from like a whole like finished product stance where you have the music and the level, and I feel like this just meshes really well. This kind of
1: like remind the, the the stripping down does again remind me of like Lava Reef because like the first track was a bit more uh, a bit more frantic and it, and upbeat and energetic and the second track is a bit more pulled back and atmospheric.
2: You know, with a lot of these, it's probably fair to say that they they kind of had a template of how they structured and created music for each level and each act because I've noticed that we keep going back and talking about like you know Sonic 3 it starts a little bit bombastic in the first act and then gets subdued in the second act sometimes and that ha- same thing happens here it could be a coincidence but it also wouldn't surprise me if like there's some sort of internal memo of like kind of what feelings and what style to go for for each act
1: yeah and I think it's also just the fact that it's the same artists that did a lot of the stuff for those games. yeah definitely yeah but not everyone but yeah yeah, this is a this is a volcano.
3: Yeah. <laughs> this is not, it's nice and mellow. But what if it was something out of a Hollywood movie? News Zone. <laughs> you
4: beat me yeah. to
1: it. <laughs> Sorry, that's uh, for STCTP fans.
2: Um, <laughs> How is Indiana Jones gonna make it out of this one?
1: Yeah, it's definitely got that. It's a little bit of a yeah, a Hollywood the hollywood action sequence a little bit of a news report
3: (laughs) yeah
0: completely retroactive but it does remind me of of uh is it crisis city from sonic 06 which has similar theming i think or flame core that that's what i'm thinking that's more of what
1: you're going for yeah crisis city although yeah i can sort of hear both a little bit
3: yeah
0: It, it's it's very driving. I like. I mean, I like that that melody right under it, right there.
1: It definitely has that sort of like, yeah, Yo, you're in the real shit now. Kind of yes,
4: like. yeah.
0: you are. You are escaping this volcano. You are not
3: trying to get into it. It's like you suddenly remembered. Oh, I'm actually in a volcano. I need to get this done fast.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> hope you enjoyed your winter break, because yes. you're in you're in it now. <laughs> oh no, my
3: snowboard melted. Don't drop the birds in there. <laughs> They can fly, they'll be fine.
2: Mm, fried flicky.
1: Again, this I feel like I could hear this in Sonic Adventure 2 specifically. Like during one of the cuts. Oh, it yeah. reminds me of like some of the late latter cut scenes in Sonic Adventure 2.
0: Even this little part here kinda kinda reminds me of um Death Mountain from Ocarina time.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I can kinda
3: hear it. But then you jump forward to Act Two, and now it's really it feels like it's starting to ramp up. Like I distinctly remember, like when we were working on Sonic F Episode Twelve, I knew this was the music I wanted when they were scrambling all the fighters to attack Eggman's base because it just has that oh like, yes really strong epic kind of sound to it. it makes you feel like. Oh, yeah, things are really going down now.
2: If I were to give this song like a a really, like like a kind of songy title to it, I would be like, The Hero Finds His Resolve or something like that. Uh, Yes.
0: (laughs) We're we're overcoming the third act conflict.
1: Ironically, on act two. (laughs) Yeah.
4: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, this would completely be at home in like a a, a cheesy's late '90s like volcano with Tommy Lee Jones, <laughs> <laughs> like like that one of those yeah. in a in a in a good way.
3: Uh, this is another one that has continually stuck with me since first hearing it back when I first played the game in '97. And for good reason, it's just a really strong track.
0: It is, yeah, yeah. It it, it builds and builds and keep a, keeps adding new layers and new bits. And oh, I I really like that about these two.
1: I think like this is some of the earliest samples of like really uh, atmospheric movie like music in Sonic games because yeah. we weren't getting stuff like because even Sonic CD with its CD audio didn't do anything like this. Yeah, I just think it's I, yeah. It's a formative piece for a lot of people, I think, and I like it a lot. Uh, Does it suit a fire level? A little
3: bit. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I can get behind it. But now we're going to move on to closer to the end game with uh, Gene Gadget Zone Act 1 by Tatsuki Kimaida.
2: This definitely feels just very technology center kind of thing. Like this
0: is the warehouse tech stage.
3: Yeah, this definitely comes from the same school as like chemical plant or flying battery.
0: I was gonna say even the that beginning bass line reminds me of the uh, the electric jumping special stage from Sonic Three. Yeah. Mm. But Yeah, just evokes a electricity,
1: <laughs> which is appropriate for this kind of scrap brainy sort of level with all the uh, technology going on around it and the zapping.
2: I love that through like all these Genesis tracks, the bass is never buried. Like it's, it is its own competent instrument, and it sticks up there with with the leads and with the percussion.
0: Yes, a real a, a great reminder to to listen to these either with with headphones or on a really nice stereo system, uh, because it was they they really sing where you can get all those channels uh, as you're supposed to hear them. You know this bass line this.
1: This like low bass line it actually reminds me of Lava Powerhouse from Sonic Spinball. Yeah, kind of funny uh-huh. that because that's from the American side of things. But Ooh, it's kind of cool.
3: I can kind of hear it.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I like a
3: melody.
0: Oh yeah. Oh man, that almost is like a uh, uh, like a yes keyboard riff. The band yes. yes.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> little bit of roundabout in there. I don't understand
2: this meme and I'm too afraid to ask.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But Then that energy carries right over in Act 2. Out
2: of all the Act 1, Act 2s, this feels like it's the same song, just the, the band
0: switched it up just a little bit. Yeah, really liking those those prog, prog rock keyboards. A little bit of, I mean, reminds me again, same era, but uh, some of the, the synth keyboards that Kansas would put on some of their tracks.
3: A little bit, yeah, I can totally hear that.
1: I don't know what else to say, really. Uh, it's just a good uh, Sonic a Mega Drive Sonic track. (laughs) I could hear it in any of one of the uh, regular 2D games. And, uh, you know, that's a pretty good compliment, really.
3: Like, this definitely seems like something you would play in, like, Death Egg Zone.
2: Yeah, it actually has that Death
1: Egg vibe to
0: it.
2: I think what really helps this track in the previous Act 1 track really as a song is that it's not over instrumentized like because some of the you know even though we like a lot of the songs on the soundtrack some of the genesis one genesis ones do have a lot of instruments that have some sort of they have like competing melodies that are working together but also trying to fight for the lead spot whereas you still have that here but it doesn't feel like too much it feels like everything is just balanced right
3: yeah i can i can see what you mean
2: especially when it gives space for the uh, for the bass and the drums to do their thing
3: That's the Mega Driver, the Saturn version. If you thought it was Housey before.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, the, the lights are, are going up and down, I'm experimenting with an illicit substance someone palmed me. <laughs> I've, got a, I've got
2: a blue drink that even the bartender doesn't know what's in it. <laughs> yeah.
1: I have to wonder if this really does feel like uh, the same stage. <laughs> I like it as, a, as backing music, but you yeah, it's more of those things that you described than, a, than the sort of like laboratory stage that I'm imagining in my head.
3: This girl's been staring at me from across the dance floor for like the last three minutes. I don't know whether she wants to kiss me or kill me. Maybe both.
0: (laughs) Told me to follow the white rabbit.
1: (laughs) This is all a bunch of nerds talking about what we imagine it would be like
3: to be in a club. Yes. (laughs) Went once, never again. (laughs)
0: If that was not painfully obvious. No, I really like this, though. Which, you know, it is interesting. Uh, We said when we were going after the game itself that Gene Gadget and Panic Puppet, at least to me... Kind of run together because they're both kind of like oh this is the eggman factory uh level so i think it's almost kind of okay that the music is so different between the versions
1: it does have that and it does have that quality like there's almost like a, a buzzing quality to it like you like you can imagine some experiments going on here
2: yeah <laughs> the secret laboratory underneath the club
1: There's also, uh, I don't know if you've noticed that we have a little bit of the main theme playing through this yep. as
0: well.
3: Yeah, very pleasant. But if we jump forward to Act 2. Oh, uh, now they're bringing the lights mm. down a little bit. Yo, let me bring this one down to y'all. This is goes out <laughs> to all of y'all. Oh, nice, he got a new job. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they moved on to be a DJ now. <laughs>
2: This kind of reminds me of um,
0: Marble Madness a little bit, like the Xbox 360 arcade one. I was going to say the that driving beat at the beginning was uh, reminds me of living in the city. Oh yeah,
3: a little bit. I, I think of like the nightclub scene from Cocker's Bad Fur Day.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We <laughs> <laughs> keep coming back to rare. <laughs> yeah. I
1: could do feel like I could hear this in a lot of like PS1 track songs. A lot of PS1 games at the time would have soundtracks of uh, tracks like this during menus.
0: <laughs> yeah, what was that the uh, the Wipeout games on the PlayStation would have like specifically like bonus British
3: house
2: bands. Yeah, no this is absolutely <laughs> Wipeout music. I was also thinking, just like with Sonic CD, this also kind of sounds like uh, Mega Man 8 music.
3: Yeah, I can kind of hear it now.
2: Actually, even a little bit of like Ape Escape.
3: It, like you said, it's got a beat to it. I really like it. Yeah. But I don't know, necessarily know if it fits, you know factory level yeah all the robots are on break so they're dancing <laughs> <laughs> every friday at after hours they all get together and they throw a couple down this is like this
0: the secret break room that robotnik doesn't know about <laughs> where the hell is everyone opens the opens the door to this and all the lights and hey scratch
3: i got this cool place to show you yeah. so don't snitch okay <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: wow, this place
4: is banging!
3: <laughs> <laughs> I woke up with one of my treads missing.
4: <laughs>
3: but we're we're getting into the real end game with Panic Puppet Act One by June Senoue, which should sound just a little bit familiar.
2: Wait, I thought this was Sonic 3D Blast, not Adventure.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Now you also hear this when you start up the game, like the cutscene.
3: this track is iconic for a reason yes because it was in a game that everybody played but also because it's really good (laughs) yes this is the the Twinkle
0: Park uh kart racing in the uh if in case you didn't know it almost feels a bit weird to be
1: like the first act of the last level uh because of our association with this track yeah like as we imagine it being in Twinkle Park not in like the final battle (laughs)
3: well i will I will tell you why it feels weird because it was originally written for a special stage.
1: Oh, well, that checks out.
3: I was about to huh. I was about to
0: say that this is one of the few pairs that is not composed by the same person. Yeah, like this is June and uh, uh, Tatsuyuki doing act one and act two but yes now that now that you're saying the demo for this was for a special stage that makes a lot of sense but god this song is just too good for me to care yeah
2: (laughs) i I appreciate that this does come at like the final regular stage level before like the final boss because you know usually when you get like to the final areas of the game the, the music gets all like really dramatic intense and stuff but like you still have some of the determined melody in here but it's also upbeat and kind of happy in some spots so it it brings a new feeling to like the end game
3: yeah but i i do feel like it fits better for something like twickle park than it does for
0: oh yeah yeah you know. I do want to piggyback off of what you just said, Jake. That yes, instead of being like scary because it's the final boss, it's more like no, Sonic's almost there. He made it, uh, you know. Yeah, and, like, exactly. All the flickies that are, you know, they're they're trapped in the capsules and haven't been put into robots are like, yay, there's Sonic, we're saved.
3: And I <laughs> I
0: kind of appreciate that that switch up of, of tones.
3: Yeah, it's, it's a different it's a different uh, take on things.
1: Finally, we're free from that nightclub in the last level! <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were doing some weird stuff!
3: <laughs> well, let's actually listen to that demo track and see how close it is to what we know from Sonic Adventure. Oh, my God. The answer gosh. is very. Well, yeah, very much so. <laughs> Like it's de- the instrumentation is definitely different, but it's very close to what we ended up getting for Twinkle Park.
0: I'm just vibing right now, trying to fight my sense memories of of all of the adventure sound effects and the woohoo, woo-hoo! going woo-hoo! over the, <laughs> the bumps and woo-hoo! jumps and. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. So it was meant for the special stage, you said?
3: Yes. A, a special stage. <laughs> a, a special stage, yeah. Like, this was okay. labeled on the demo uh, cassette that John Burton had as special stage, so.
1: Imagine if it was, like, a little uh, go-kart section, a bumper car section like that.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: for this demo i specifically i really like the sound of the the synth that's used it's mm. I, I can't describe it it just it hits my ear just right i really 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 like yeah this. i think
1: it's one of those square uh, the square leads uh, that they're using here
2: that makes sense yeah
3: yeah it's a little bit different from what we would have come to know from adventure but i think it still sounds really good So let's jump forward and hear a very different take from uh, Tatsuki Maida for act two. Two completely different. <laughs> yeah, now this is what I think of when I think like final stage music.
1: It almost makes me wonder if there was, like, this is only you know, going to be planned to be like one act at one point.
0: That's possible. Yeah, like some some final zones.
1: And that's why they decided, they were like, oh no, we don't have another track. Uh, hey, what about that special stage track we never used?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this belongs in a beat-em-up. Yep. Yeah. Like, I could see this in like a final fight or something.
2: I really want to hear like a, a rock or metal version, like cover of the song. Oh and then yeah! As soon as I did...
3: Oh, I'm I'm sure it has to exist somewhere.
2: Yeah, I already found it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> so, th- uh, you know what? I'm just gonna do it. Thank you for Michael Sobin for making the cover of this because I'm looking forward to listening to this now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was I was just about to agree with you that that, that the uh, that high sounding part in the beginning, I'm like I could hear that on an electric guitar for certain. Yeah, still, still got a little bit, especially that little bridge there, a little bit of, like, positivity. Like, yes, it's scary that, oh, it's the final zone, watch out. But still not as, like, oppressive as some, like, uh, uh, final zones or, or similar, similar motifs.
3: But let's see how Mr. Richard Jakes decided to wrap the zones up. still pretty housey, but there's definitely a more ominous vibe to this.
2: Ooh, ooh. I really like that scent. The, um... Ah, oh man. It, it's reminded me of, like, um... I think... Cre- I think the game is called Cruise 2049 or something like that on the N64. Oh, Rush 2049. That's it.
0: Yeah, Rush 2049, mm-hmm. the, uh, the the racing game. God, I even get some. And again, this is just my basic b- showing, but like some of the <laughs> some of the artists that are on the Matrix movies, which again, a lot of house, a lot of techno. Like that beginning part, especially sounded like uh, some of that.
1: And of course, yeah, the uh, club is r- is really bouncing now. But uh...
3: <laughs> hey, Scratch, this is a new club. What do you think? <laughs>
1: Sorry, that's amusing. <laughs> Just the idea
3: of it. Great. Now we have to rewrite Dico and Belko as club rats for future episodes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Grounder's actually like extremely financially savvy, and he's like started a few different <laughs> clubs. <laughs>
3: What do you think of this one?
1: Wow, this joint is really hopping.
3: Well, I'm glad you like weed, but what do you think about the coconuts? <laughs> 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 meanwhile, meanwhile, coconuts are <laughs> still stuck cleaning the toilets. <laughs> Just
1: imagining coconuts in the toilets and like this, like <laughs> a muffled version of this. <laughs> in the
3: yeah, m- muffled
2: behind the door. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a plunger and he's doing it to the beat. Why do we even have bathrooms while robots? <laughs>
1: I mean, we know why. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Are you finished in there, dumb bot?
1: I'm never going to see the bottom of this. I could be out clubbing, but instead I'm plunging.
3: (laughs) Well, you better hurry up, Coconuts, because we're picking up the pace. (laughs) Aw, yeah. This this feels like... A little bit like the bad future remix of the previous track
0: yeah <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
1: see the problem is, the problem is Robotnik went to the club uh, and now he's back and it's a real bad future <laughs> oh,
0: no. I'll show you dumbots how to rave
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's great
0: I wanted to be clear that even if we are quiet through some of these sections, it's because I am bouncing my legs up and down to the beat. Oh and yeah, Yeah, this it's... is really good.
3: I'm dancing in my chair. Like, the instrumentation, the difference really, like, adds something to it. Like It makes it makes it really feel, like, a little bit more menacing somehow. I can't put my finger on it, but just something about Maybe it's just because it's, you know, a faster tempo.
0: Yeah, and it, like that little that little melody is very ethereal, like you know, kind of wispy, almost ghostly, and that does uh, add a little bit of tension yeah. behind this uh, really driving beat.
1: It kind of it's like leaning into it's leaning into a trance track now, which I kind of like. This this is not what I would imagine for a, a typical Sonic uh, final level theme, but I like it a lot. Ooh. This is uh, the kind of tune you want bumping in the background while you shoot up Dr. Robotnik's giant nostril. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Who knows what else has shut up Dr. Robotnik's giant nostril at this club. I'd rather not get into it.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> this is it, though. No, we are entering the final battle, beginning with the Mega Drive version by Masaru Setsumaru. Talk about—you know—we were talking about how the previous one had sort of an ethereal sound to it. This one, for sure.
0: Yeah, there are those uh, uh, Sonic 8-bit sounds coming back again.
1: <laughs> this, uh, yeah, this is not what do you expect for a final battle. But it kind of suits the final battle that you actually uh, fight in the the Mega Drive Genesis version.
0: Yes, I I completely agree.
1: Because there's no background, like there's no actual background. It's all black, but you're like uh, wandering around on this sort of like glow up (laughs) hologram pathway.
0: Yeah, very sparkly. I think I talked about
1: it reminding me of Rainbow Road a little bit on the (laughs) SNES. Especially with this music as well. It's uh, of, of a similar type.
3: Like, it's a very different vibe from traditional Sonic final bosses.
2: I really like the uh, just very intense driving kick drum in the song.
0: Yeah, I feel like the, the the little melody, which, again, sounds very like lighthearted for a final boss. But yes, that, that driving uh, kick drum uh, kind of keeps it. I think it balances it out to where it still offers the tension of, you know, a, a very uh, high stakes battle here.
1: But it is funny because it's like we were just listening to the, the, the soundtrack of the of the different version, and this one like follows up after it almost. Yeah. It's like it's, it's a, oh, they're playing my song. Get out! Get off the floor, boys! I'm going to show you how to groove.
3: <laughs> Whereas in the Saturn version. <laughs>
1: Oh, he's laughing again. Okay, so this is like a final fight that's based on the original boss theme, but you can tell the difference this time.
4: Yes. Yes. (laughs) Thank you!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they've upped the tempo, uh, and I feel there's a bit more to it. I don't know what it is. Is the instrumentation a little heavier? I don't know.
3: it's, It's very similar instrumentation to the normal boss theme, but... You know, maybe it's just the tempo, but something about it just feels like a lot more aggressive.
2: (laughs) It's like, what if the London Symphony Orchestra and Deadmau5 collaborated? (laughs) (laughs) I like some of those, like, discordant chords that play right there. It adds to the menace. Yeah,
1: I think... I think this really suits the Saturn version because there is a background there. You see, like, the Robotnik's factory, so it kind of feels a bit more in place of that one.
0: Yes, it's very different. Uh, like, one, one of the few levels, I would almost say, is almost completely different in in the looks from the Mega Drive version.
3: Yeah, I feel like this is a stronger... At least in terms of what we traditionally understand as, uh, you know... A final boss theme i think this fits i think this fits a bit more with our expectations so i'm a little more predisposed to liking it
0: yeah it's very good it's i, I feel like the key of this piano we're hearing right now is just adjusted enough to put you on edge without sounding uh out of tune <laughs>
3: Strong finish for the Saturn soundtrack, but what if I told you all that there were multiple songs that were cut from the Genesis Mega Drive version? I'd believe it. You probably should. (laughs) I'd say, you're crazy. (laughs) Yeah,
0: no. Maybe because we all watched that same video that told us about them.
3: Yeah, but no, uh, one of the cut songs was a different boss theme, and it's one that should sound very, very familiar, something we've been saying a lot this time. (laughs)
4: <laughs>
3: yeah, so this got reused and uh, adapted as the boss theme for Sonic 4 Episode 1.
0: Oh, that's what this is.
3: Boy, did it ever. Or
1: at least the first phase, anyway. Yeah. Uh, Clowny as all hell. <laughs> yeah, yes. we've been talking a lot <laughs> about
3: <laughs> carnival and circus music. This might be the most clowny of all. Yep, and it's just... Oh, I, I don't want to
0: harp on it for too long, but it is just, like, the weirdest choice for the instrumentation, in my opinion.
1: <laughs> I need a good boss music! What can you give me? Come on, get over here! The boss wants some, wants some theme music! Alright, here we go!
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay. As it
3: happens, there is a second revision with slightly different instrumentation. Okay. Okay. There it is. <laughs> oh, A little
1: bit, a little bit Sonic oh, the
0: big And the big clown just walked in the room.
1: Boom, He's just got boom. that big drum on his waist. <laughs> or it's his belly. Yeah. How
2: many times have I told you, dumb bots? I love the timpani. Put it in there.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> ah, yes. Music to my ears.
0: Guy, you better skip to the next one quick because I'm starting to warm up to this tune. Well, I got bad news for you because the next one is a demo
3: version. Boss minor key. Yeah, so... At the time, June didn't know what specifically he wanted to do with the track, whether he wanted it to be in a minor key or a major key. And obviously the answer was just not use it at all. But... (laughs)
4: <laughs> None.
0: Wow, <laughs> yeah. oh, that is interesting. I would almost say that the minor key version is way too light for a. It's. I mean, I mean the track itself also sounds kind of happy. Yeah. Uh, but this is way too happy sounding. Well, let's
3: switch to the major <laughs> key. Okay, it's not
2: much better. <laughs> uh, it, it reminds me so much of Robotnik
0: from Adventures of Sonic. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. I, I can see his, his dumb laboratory on the top of the hill. He's
2: and just, ba, da, bah, bah.
0: Doing his, his strutting walk with his butt cheek sticking yeah.
2: out.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Please, you put some pants on. <laughs> yeah, Enough of this song, because I feel like it's going to end up doing horrible things to us if we keep listening to it uh but there's a second uh, unused track on the Genesis version that was originally intended for another type of special stage
0: this sounds like the closing number to like a Rocky and Bullwinkle yeah episode. <laughs> very much following the 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 special stage tune that made it into the game.
3: yeah.
2: I love the choir of bees that are singing on this track. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Theme of STC Charming.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's performed by Wasbinator from
4: DC. No.
2: <laughs> Wozbinator going to perform for Dr. Robotnik now. Mm. <laughs> Nobody respects
1: Wasbinator's music. No, including game. Yes.
3: <laughs> oh, I love my dumb robot son. Uh, so, <laughs> remember how I said earlier that the special stage theme we got was intended for Tails? Well, we have the demo track for what the Knuckles one was going to sound like, and say it with me now, it might sound a A little little familiar. familiar. Remember how we already reused one song for Twinkle Park? (laughs) Oh! Oh! I oh my gosh! I know it. this.
4: <laughs> I, is, I was trying
2: uh, to think because, I, like, I could hear like, I could hear lyrics to something because this is definitely one of the ones that like one of us SP people did as a joke oh, on the. Board. I'm sorry, <laughs> I,
1: that's ruined for me forever because I just imagine Kenny's lyrics when I hear this. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> you mean enhanced, not ruined.
0: Yeah. <laughs> No, this is the main slash roller coaster version of Twinkle Park.
1: The castle area, yeah, yeah. it's
0: really Which good. would then get reused again for Sonic Four. Oh you're right, yeah. Oh, weird. I completely forgot about that.
2: The big he's large and more wrong
1: <laughs> that's his appeal, appeal I, I think I'm um, um, <laughs>
2: in closing I just say that Twinkle Park hates your guts I'm done
1: <laughs> and wants to kill you with the spinning, spinning. <laughs> and I've done something and, blah blah blah. and and roller coaster. Roller coaster. <laughs> oh, oh man the <laughs> coaster. this will be fun Let's, let's get, get going. going. <laughs>
4: <laughs> this joke is for just oh.
3: us. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we we did stop before it goes too far. <laughs> but yeah, that brings us to the literal end. So, let's listen to the ending themes, not the credits themes, the ending themes from each game. So, Here's the ending theme of the Mega Drive version by Jun Senoue.
0: See, it's like poetry. They rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. You got it all right.
1: You didn't screw it all up. Now all the birds are doing okay, I guess. (laughs) That's how it goes. Yep.
3: Yeah. Nice, pleasant little way to end that one off. (laughs) Definitely. But then the PC Saturn version actually has two different ending themes. One for if you collect all the Chaos Emeralds and one for if you don't. So here's the bad ending theme to start with. you gotta be on your homework you
0: could have tried harder (laughs) yes I was about to say it's like eh you tried your best (laughs) oh yeah that little bit okay well alright now I feel bad yeah this is another (laughs) case where it's
3: clearly synced up with the animation nice but uh same thing for the good ending theme it's even happier I feel like this should could have been reused for Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing at some point.
2: Yeah. Make, just making like a whole track out of it, honestly.
3: And that brings us to the end with the credits theme. First from the Mega Drive version by Seiro Okamoto.
1: This is uh, Mega Drive credits themed. Yeah. Right? Uh, oh, yeah. This, is, this gives me those Sonic 3 vibes big time. This is definitely
2: a bop. <laughs> Sonic went on to finally find the chili dog he was searching for the entire time.
0: It it does have a little bit of a where are they now (laughs) frame credits.
1: Blue Flicky uh, went on to appear in future games. All the other Flickies (laughs) died. Uh,
0: Died. Yeah purple flicky went into stem and became a programmer
1: oh that's nice actually (laughs) or is it that's actually the bad ending
2: um yeah (laughs) red flicky became a ufc fighter he's still fighting to this day
3: Green Flicky had a minor recurring role in Days of Our Lives before fading into obscurity.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is so nerdy and it's probably going to be like something I would enjoy. But I feel like a uh, Digi Valentine's little Zone Runners band would have done a, a song waste on this because it's very rappable too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I was just going to say, I really like those little flourishes at the, uh, I don't know, would you call it a chorus there? Yeah. The little tree <laughs> doot
4: Oh,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> I could also imagine a jam and Earl, I that think too. about
3: it. <laughs> so now we jump forward reluctantly to the Saturn version, which I believe we're all very familiar with.
0: I did say exactly that. I had a download of this on our old windows 95 computer and didn't know what it was from. Just that it was on some Sonic, you know, Mm. angel fire site, (laughs) (laughs) you know, probably took like 30 minutes to download the whole thing. And, you know, it's this kind of song. Uh, there's lots of people are quick to point out, especially on lots of, like, wikis documenting their history of it, that it doesn't really have anything to do with the game itself, and in fact would probably fit Sonic CD better as a, like, Oh, Amy Rose, Sonic rescued me, this is my love theme for him. Are you sure? Because I feel like it's supposed to represent the
1: Flickies. Because they said they were trapped inside, and now they're free from their little yeah but does it suggest that the flickies are in love with sonic because yeah
0: see then i'm that that's what i'm saying is that it's a little a little princess elise's
1: uh, main local theme from sonic 06
0: i get yeah drawing parallels where her (laughs) yeah (laughs) elise's themes are incredibly on the nose (laughs) this one is there's a little interpretation to it maybe okay okay let me get let me get hippy dippy for a second what if this is from the perspective of the island itself and this is like this is mother nature thanking sonic the hedgehog
1: mother nature (laughs) sees sonic as her hero yeah i could that's how much of an important character (laughs) he is but i do feel like this is of its time and i feel like it almost needs like a a male voice to sync harmonize with (laughs) like it's that's that sort of song a
3: little bit (laughs) Uh, the vocals of this song were performed by Debbie Morris, who I tried to look up and couldn't find any other stuff that she'd worked on. She had a couple of special thanks in a few other Sega games, but nothing like concrete that I could find.
0: Yeah, I assumed that this was the the same vocalist that worked with Jake's on Sonic R, but that is a completely different person. That's TJ Davis. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's I mean, she has a very nice voice. Again, it's just it's this kind of song and it's perfectly competent
3: even if the lyrics are a little silly.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> it's just it does kind of come out of nowhere after the rest of the Saturn soundtrack for the the end credits <laughs> theme. Yeah.
3: Like, I admit, I kind of marked out a little bit when I recognized the remix of this in Generations, but. Day, so much that I you see. This brings us to the end of our journey through the Sonic 3 soundtrack. Well, that was a bunch of good music. It was. <laughs> <You> know,
4: it really
0: <laughs>
3: was, honestly. Th- like,.
0: like I I hate to sound wishy-washy once again, but I mean, they're both very nice, and I would definitely like listening to them on their own, as well as in the games. Um, I think I'm just going to come down on what I said at the top, is that these Saturn tracks perfectly fit that version of the game, because of all the differences and, uh, you know, the added atmosphere, whereas the uh, Genesis Mega Drive sounds like a bunch of artists who were composing for the Genesis uh, uh, for years and years and this is how they were kind of going out on top
1: It's it's a Mega Drive Sonic soundtrack in that one
4: in that (laughs) respect
0: and it's good Uh,
1: This has been a very fun time comparing these two I just think we heard a considerable amount more clown music than we were expecting
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad that we took the time to listen to both of these soundtracks because when we last recorded when we were talking about just the game itself of sonic 3d blast there's like you know a lot of like pleasantness to it we're like oh that's nice i like that that's good this is a good game and like i feel like if we had stopped it there i personally would have lost out on some legitimately super good music like like i said earlier my favorite tracks for both the saturn and the genesis versions are rustic ruins because both of them just slap i love them
3: yeah like i went in knowing that i was going to be You know, I like the Genesis soundtrack, but I knew going in that I was still going to be biased towards the Saturn soundtrack, and that has not changed since I started listening (laughs) to this again.
2: So do we do what we did last time and ask each other which
3: version we like the best? (laughs) I mean, you already know my answer.
1: Yeah, we've already covered Luke. Like, Luke knew knew going in what it was going to be and came out the same way. So uh, anyone got any immediate thoughts?
0: Well, I will say that I, I kind of have, I remember, hmm. I'm trying to very specifically remember the first time I would have heard some of Richard Jake's other Sonic songs. And I guess it would have been Sonic R back when, uh, probably before I got to play it. And I want to say that another thing, I I think I talked about this last time, uh, you know, with the Sonic CD stuff is that now that I have expanded my personal musical palette beyond like just what I grew up with. I remember thinking maybe the, uh, uh, the The Saturn music was not to my taste, just because it was different you know there's de- there's definitely no electric guitar um uh anywhere to be heard um but now I appreciate it so much more because I recognize uh uh just how. Uh, again, like how complete it is, like it was not a rushed thing, it was not tacked on, and i I have a much better appreciation for it now, and i 'm so happy to revisit it um instead of just writing it off because it was oh it 's not what I usually listen to I will say for myself i I could
2: definitely listen to either soundtrack at this point on any day, honestly, but i myself personally, I feel like I remember more of the the instrumentation and the melodies from the Genesis version. So I think my gut feeling is I I like the Genesis version more, but they're both still super good soundtracks.
1: It's kind of funny for me. Um, I, I feel like, kind of like what Jeremy is saying, I don't know if my musical tastes would have been able to appreciate these quite as much if I'd uh, experienced them when I was younger, but specifically for the Saturn and PC one, because I was like one of those kids who was like, ugh, I hate the music that all the other kids are listening to. Dance, trance, rave, what's all that about? <laughs> it's a load of noise. You know, I was an old man before I became an old man. <laughs> uh, but I think, yeah, like now as I am now, I really appreciate the uh, Saturn soundtrack, and I i'm really impressed with like the broad range of musical styles even if a few of the tracks are a bit strange maybe not super fitting uh, there is like my my silly lizard uh, sega fan brain that's always going to sort of like lean towards a mega drive soundtrack but i don't know i don't know where i stand in the end i think they're both really good and fit the individual versions of the game that they uh they're from
2: 100 agree yeah
1: so I don't know where we where we've landed in the end. I feel like I'm down the middle, and that's strange to say. Maybe leaning a little more towards the Saturn one because it's a bit more, uh, I, 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 it's a bit more full because it does it it doesn't rely on any tracks from the previous games, and it's kind of its own thing. I think I'm leaning a little more towards the Saturn one, Saturn PC one.
0: As much as I completely mark out over all of the songs that made it over to Sonic Adventure, um, taking that away, I, I I do agree with you that you know stuff like the uh, the the Panic Puppet uh, discordance in the the Mega Drive version is not in the Saturn version um, for that reason, and so I I guess on a on that technical level, I do give uh, maybe a couple more high, higher marks to the Saturn version yes i'm
2: in the minority this time
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's fair i mean they're both good
2: yeah for sure oh yeah
1: like uh, that's where we landed last time is both great soundtracks and that's kind of we have that wishy-washy stance in the end but we do we did land somewhere (laughs) and i do i I
0: do still think it's fundamentally different because these are different versions of the game and not Mm -hmm. just it's not just the music that is different
1: yeah that's kind of the thing, it, 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 and they—they they, like I said—they fit the versions of the game that they come with.
3: Either way, I've converted you to my side. My plan is at last complete.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was a lot of fun to go back and revisit that soundtrack, and I look forward to whenever we figure out what the next way that we could do this is, because I always enjoy these listening parties we do.
2: Yeah, it's it's so much fun.
1: Yeah, we're kind of screwed over now because uh, these are the only, like, split soundtracks that I'm aware of, unless we cover the Sonic X
0: soundtrack. Oh, God. I th- said before that, <laughs> I mean, first of all, I don't even know how we could since no. they, like, of course, they're never going to release, like, the dub soundtrack, like, what, Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh notwithstanding. like, what, yeah, a whole CD of that bullshit <laughs> <laughs> No, of course not. Um and that would not be fun like these because at the end of every one it would be me saying this is not art. <laughs> <laughs> i mean now
1: <laughs> <laughs> but i think we are going to find a way to cover other soundtracks even if it's not a comparison ones uh i just like sitting and listening to sonic music and it's even more fun when i get to do it with friends oh yeah so let's do yes. it again somehow someday yeah somehow. we'll,
0: we'll figure we'll figure it out there there's got to be something out there that's <laughs> similar enough that we can compare well thank you so much again for joining us for one of these very fun listening parties like we said we're we're really going to rack our brains on a uh, potential third one down the pipeline even though we have uh, run out of uh, same game soundtracks to compare um but this has been real fun and uh i've been a uh, game buddy also known as uh, jeremy online or scratch that, reverse it. Uh, but you can follow uh, me. You can follow me on Twitter on at uh, Great Job Jeremy, and that's G R and the number eight. And uh, yeah, I'm Falero, and I'm known as Chris online. Uh, you can- <laughs>
1: i am sorry uh you can find me on all the socials at
2: f-a-u-l-e-r-r-o and i am rock the jake you can find me on twitter instagram and youtube at rock the jake and you can find me on twitch at mr rock the jake and he's known as jake online and that's real
3: (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, i'm cyber luke known as link online i'm very tired (laughs) you can find me on twitter at cyberlink 420
0: and as always, and I tell you what, these musical episodes always make me so thankful for our theme song from the album Gotta Go Slow by Amy Waters. It's wonderful. Like I said, I, I we, we have said before, I could not imagine the show now without that little tune from Amy. And so you should go check out all of her work on YouTube and Bandcamp and et cetera, et cetera. And um, Amy is awesome. yes exactly (laughs) end of sentence Um, But next time, uh, I think, well, okay. so we are going to discuss a rather broad subject. Uh, We're going to talk about some Sonic fan games, Um, but we are hopefully uh, have another guest in the works for that one. So we're going to keep it kind of vague for now because we're going to we're going to work out some details as we get scheduling uh, together. But I bet we're probably going to talk about your favorite Sonic fan game. I mean, this
1: is a, like a really obscure one, like really, like no one's ever heard of it, but most likely. Yeah.
0: I don't know, man. I'm going to look up the proper title for that one that was done in like MS Paint with the spray paint can where Sonic throws apples at uh, Dr. Robotnik before he crashes <laughs> I, into the water. I
3: still have a folder full of fan games that I downloaded back in the day, and I might have to dig those out, like the shitty old click and play ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And now, always
0: we we try and remember that uh, liking, subscribing, uh, leaving us a review for the podcast on your podcatcher of choice actually really helps get the podcast out there. We just really appreciate that because uh, we know it 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 actually does help, and we want to get the show out there to folks and and get you plugged into all the stuff we're we're making, whether it's this or or we're working on videos and all, and that really does help us. So thank you. Um, so until next time uh, I'm
3: game buddy I'm Falero. I'm Rock the Jake and I'm Cyberlink and uh, I'm just going to lie down in the fetal position of the week <laughs> <laughs> uh, very appropriate for
0: insert everyday
4: <laughs> here
0: <laughs> that's all folks thanks for listening Ba
1: ba 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 ba